innocent plotting to assassinate a presidential candidate. My wife and daughter have been targeted, and people that I work with may be involved in both. I'm Federal Agent Jack Bauer, and today is the longest day of my life. All right, welcome back to the 24 podcast. We're definitely excited to be able to bring some more about season one. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing well, Josh. How are you? Doing great, doing great. And so uh, for those of you listening, if you did not catch it yet, uh, there is a bonus episode that is out there. And so we released it on Tuesday. And so if you missed that, and so normally we're releasing these on Fridays, If you, but there was so much that we wanted to cover with some news that we released a bonus episode in the middle of the week. And so if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, you can go back and listen to that there. And so... Definitely some interesting things that came out from the news that came out there. I know we, I know we made some people very happy with that episode too. Yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> we made some people. days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was that was pretty good. And so yeah, I, I know Patricia was excited. Yes, so that was good. I was glad we were able to help her out. Yes, and so we're definitely thankful for um, all of you guys supporting us so very much. And so uh, Twitter is becoming a lot more um, hostile. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least uh, people are becoming a lot more vocal um, in things. And so um, it's, it's very interesting to be able to follow this on Twitter and so to should, be involved should, in some of it. Now, now, since we recorded that episode, there was some new news as far as David Fury is concerned. Would you like to share that real quick? Uh, why don't you part- why don't you go oh, ahead? Okay. I'm, I don't have it up here. Yeah, I uh, well, Josh, you brought it to my attention, but David Fury, apparently, you folks that are listening to our podcast are making some sort of impact. <laughs> yes, is that a good way to say it? Yeah, I, there you I think go. Impact's yeah. good. So he tweeted out. Let's see what day was this. He tweeted out on the sixteenth, so Monday. And this is exactly what I said. Now, David Fury is one of the writers for 24 um, and, and the person that we got the information from for our bonus episode. But this is what he says on Monday. He says, if one more person asks me to bring Tony Almeida back, just one, and that's in capitals, then I will not bring Tony Almeida back. Let it be on your heads. So apparently, uh, Josh, you and I and Joel are not the only ones in the country or the world that are wanting Tony back. Yeah. Because he, he's received enough requests to have Tony back that he's tired of hearing that we want Tony back. Um, <laughs> so I don't think I'll tweet him directly saying that, but I don't think I'm going to drop the fact that I want Tony back either. Yeah, so, we'll, just, we'll just leave him out of the Yeah, hopefully, ho- <laughs> hopefully that skirts around the issue enough that he brings Tony back. Yeah, um, and again, I'm not looking at it, but one thing that was funny too is that John Kasser, um, one of the directors responded to it and said okay bring carlos bernard back <laughs> as tony's evil twin <laughs> i did not see that that is awesome <laughs> yeah so I, I remember seeing that that was i i cracked up when i when i read that so it almost makes me wonder if it was like some joke between the writers or something that somebody kept bugging him because they saw it on twitter and so he's just like joking around like that's it i'm done yeah something <laughs> But, you know, Joel, our, our friend Joel, the official Tony correspondent of this show, um, did say that he will um, indeed, as we mentioned in the bonus episode, be pounding his fist till May yes. until Tony comes back. So I don't think he's going to let it go either, which is good. 
I think we should have Tony back. Um, Anyways, I would recommend folks follow the 24 podcast on Twitter. And um, also on Twitter, you can search for specific terms. And that's what I've been doing. And so you pick up some things that people are saying about Tony Almeida or or Jack Bauer. And and you'll see some of these really cool conversations that we've been having with Joel and and, uh, Patricia and Hannah and some other folks that, you know, we're doing a lot of out of the episode discussion of what we think might happen as well. So definitely I would recommend folks hop on Twitter and make sure that they're uh, following, you know, the 24 podcast so that they can see that extra stuff that we're discussing as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And so, um, why don't we go ahead and jump into season one? Great and so idea. I like it. You like it. Yeah. And so last episode, last uh, real episode, we covered the characters, at least uh, a lot of the major ones. And so this week we're going to jump into the plot. And so kind of go almost episode to episode, but kind of in this episode, we're going to cover the kind of the first half of the season. And so kind of go through and see some of the things that are mentioned in there and then um, next episode, we'll go through the last half and the conclusion of season one, if you will. Yep. And as I mentioned in the last one, like I said, this this uh, podcast is like your dinner. And so the peas will get mixed in, mixed in with the mashed potatoes. And if you listen to this episode and you think we missed something in the first half, certainly let us know. And we'll uh, jump back real quick and, and talk about it next week. And, and uh, we definitely want this to be something that you guys have input in as well. And we want to know what you think was important in the season because, like we've said, I can't watch them all. And we're certainly going to miss some stuff that might be important that you think is important. Right, right. Or even just some stuff that's interesting. Like uh, there might be like a certain scene that really jumped out and it's like, oh, that's interesting. And so uh, we may miss some of that stuff as well because, again, yeah, we're not we're not able to watch it um, episode by episode. And so we're kind of um, doing some reading research to refresh our memories and we're watching clips and kind of scanning through episodes. And so Mark and I were talking about that. We're um, we can kind of like put the episode on and it's like, we'll watch for a little bit and then we'll fast forward a little bit. And then, um, it's kind of watching some episodes that way, just so we can get the overview and be able to try to refresh our minds about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was just thinking, it's kind of like that, that ad, you know, remember that guy's like, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. This is kind of like, <laughs> I'm not a professional 24 watcher, but I play one on a podcast. Well, so, <laughs> well, we are professional. We've seen, them. I don't know everything, but I try. And so, so I, and I know me personally, I've seen every single I episode too. probably at least twice, if not yeah. three or four times. Yeah. I think some and I've so seen more than just, others, but yeah. Yeah, but it's just been a little bit of time since I've seen some of them. It all but runs anyway. together. It runs together. It's like, was that season three or season six? I don't remember. Yeah, some of it does. And so I know it's, I sometimes get season two and three jumbled together in some areas, but hopefully right. we will unjumble these mm-hmm. things as we go through for everyone. Yeah, so let's jump into it. Uh, as we heard at the beginning of this podcast, you know, Jack talks about how the president's in danger, his family is in jail, or the president's in, there's an attempted assassination, the, his family's in danger, and what was the last part? I just and, heard and people that he works with may be involved right. in both. Right. So. so that's a good overview of season one. We'll see you next right. time. Right. Um, so we start off as we talked about last week with um, Kim and, and Terry and Jack at home, which is a weird thing. 
and um, Kim's kind of giving mom the cold shoulder still because, you know, dad just moved back in and she's a teenage daughter and all that fun stuff. And then we find out that she sneaks out. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we have that and it just seems, you know, when you start the season, it just seems like, oh, stupid kids, you know, she just snuck out with her friends. But we very quickly realize that there's more going on than meets the eye. And I don't know how it all you know, I don't know that we ever find out exactly why Janice decided to hang out with those guys. Um, I don't know. I think it was a, a, you know, waiting for the right time kind of thing. But I don't know. It, it seemed to be uh, be one of those high school girls wanting to hang out with the college guys kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so and the, those yeah. college guys just happen to be in bed with people that want to kill Kim's. Father. Right. Yeah. And so I, I think it was all set up beforehand. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously you see the rest of the season. I mean, there was a lot of planning that went into this. And so it was probably set up where the where the boys were kind of becoming buddy buddy with the girls or or whatever, friendly with the girls beforehand and be able to try to get all this set up. Right. So, so. anyways, they uh, go out and throughout, um, you know, the first few episodes, we see them, you know, partying and having a good time and. Uh, I think it's Kim that very quickly realizes, I think even by episode two, it looks like that Kim realizes that it's not exactly just, you know, kids hanging out, you know, there's something more, they're not letting them leave, you know, Mm -hmm. Janet's not feeling well and and they're still just, you know, won't let them go and take them against their will kind of thing. So she very quickly realizes that, hmm, something's not right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Kim, she's, she's like, okay, this, yeah, there's something wrong. Just take me home. And, mm-hmm. and then they say, okay, fine, we'll take you home. And they drive past where they're supposed to turn. And she's like, oh, I was supposed to go there. And they say, Hey, no, we're, no, we're going to another party. Yeah, and so, yeah. And she's like, no, I need to get home. And, and, uh, yeah, they, um, definitely, um, very quickly turn from being the fun loving friends that are wanting to, party to mm-hmm. hey we're uh taking you captive yeah and so and you know, I, uh, go ahead I, I was gonna say i think it really became real to kim when dan took the bat and smashed um just lost her name now her friend's Jan- arm Jan- janet yeah. yeah um smashed janet's arm <laughs> and yeah, so kind just, of intense. yeah that and so it's like okay these guys are serious so i guess i can't mm-hmm. just um can't just run away like normal or whatever yeah telling him i'm gonna leave isn't gonna work <laughs> right yeah, um that was crazy so then at the same time as um as kim leaves jack gets a call from ctu saying that there's been a threat on the president which we've talked about a little bit um so he runs into work you know at a, a very bad time personally for him but that's kind of how the, the job goes. Well, Palmer and, wasn't president yet. Oh, I decided president Senator, Palmer, didn't I? But, Darn it. My well, that's, it's kind of hard to kind of mix Sp- up the seasons. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> he, yeah, he becomes he president. He wins the California presidential primary, just so you know. Um, anyway, so there's a threat on his life. So Jack runs in, and uh, they find out that somebody, there's some inside information that was passed along. Mm-hmm. And um, they're just trying to decide, you know, what happened and, and who it is. And, and that leads you into season two where uh, Richard Walsh calls Jack. And he has some information from another agent and a key card. 
And so he's mm-hmm. called, and I think we visited with that. Uh, visited about that last week, just briefly. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Anyways, uh, Richard Walsh is telling uh, Scott, the other agent that had the card, that hey, you know, you need to come forward about this. And Scott says, no, I'm not coming forward about it. They'll kill me. I know how this works. And mm-hmm. then they kill him. <laughs> yeah, very so, quickly. So then Jack comes and and tries to save him and gets the key card. And uh, Walsh is killed because he decides to throw the card to Jack instead of listening to Jack. You know, how many people would live if they listened to Jack? I, yeah. I would. I just wonder. Because <laughs> he tells him, point. don't move. I'll get you out of here. And he's like, no, no, you got to take this key card. Let me sit up. And then they shoot him. Yeah. So, well, I guess he kind of leans forward and throws it. But right, that'd be but interesting to go, more. to go back and see how many times Jack could say, if you would have just listened to me, yeah, <laughs> everything would have been better. Yeah, exactly. So. I know I kept thinking that kind of same thing as the season went on and as other the other seasons came. It's like, hey, you guys just need to listen to Jack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. And they don't. No, they never do. Jeez. They I only saved the country five times already. So, I mean, he's what a do trained I know? Professional. <laughs> That's right. He's a trained professional. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's that. And, uh, you know, he gets the card back to Jamie who Richard says is the only one that can be trusted. Right. And uh, they, what do they find out, Josh, about that card? Well, they find out that it's um, encoded, um, obviously, so they have to try to decode it. And um, as Jamie's working on that, they find out that it was encoded on Nina's computer. <gasps> and so, oh. and so, I mean, now, now everyone's looking to Nina as she's the dirty agent. And so she's, um, that she's the bad one, and so Jamie tells Jack, and so Jack kind of keeps Nina under under watch while Jamie is is working on it. Well, he and, calls her on it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he's well, he's trying to. Um, well, Jamie hasn't completely decoded it yet, or made sure or confirmed everything on it yet. So she's sitting there working on it while Jack is up in his office, mm-hmm. um, talking with Nina. Yeah, and accusing her of, of the different things. And so, um, and while he's talking with Nina, he's looking down at where Jamie's working. And then, um, and so, because, I mean, of course, Jack doesn't want to believe it because right. he wants to believe that Nina's good. And so he's wanting confirmation. And so uh, Jamie comes, um, gives a signal that Nina's clean um, after after that. And so, and so it kind of tries to diffuse it there. And so that's when Jack kind of brings Nina on and says, "Okay, now here's here's what's what I've been told." Can I and, can I uh, can I actually? I, I don't want to contradict you, but I just watched okay. this. <laughs> maybe I, okay, maybe my Jamie Jamie calls and says that it was on Nina's computer. Okay. And then he gives her the look of death, <laughs> and then says, "Okay, thank you," and tells Nina, "Oh well, uh, Division needs this. Please send it to him." And she's like, "What are you not telling me?" And then they end up in the little break room. And Nina's making coffee, and Jack says, who are you working with? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, this card, it was encrypted. You know, it's got information about the Palmer hit, you know, and it was from your computer. And I think that's the first time we get the the Jack Bauer yell. And he's like, who are you working for? And she's like, nobody, Jack, I work for you. And he's like, who are you working for? And then she does that whole righteous indignation thing, like, I can't believe you would ever accuse me of this. I didn't do it. I don't know how it happened. And then he brings her in and says, okay, fine, I'm sorry. Oh and yeah, that's so, right. That's right. Yeah. So I I just watched that. Otherwise, I would okay. have totally forgotten too. But you know, okay. Early, early on, she's pointed to as the as the mole. 
And then they kind of throw you off because you realize that somebody else is a mole. And so it kind of throws you off that, oh, okay, maybe maybe it was just she was framed, you know. Um, but, yeah, we'll get more into that when we when we talk about the second half probably of more information and pointing to back towards Nina. Right. Uh, which, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened watched all of season one, <laughs> it does point back to Nina again. Right. But yeah. the the other thing that happens right at the beginning, and I've got some trivia about this as well, um, we have the photographer on the plane coming to oh, in, right. meet the president, and um, he is ironically sitting next to a certain person. And that certain person is everybody's favorite assassin for hire, Mandy. And um, she gets an ID card from the the uh, photographer, um, as well as sleeping with him in the bathroom. Uh, and then she blows up the plane as yeah. she jumps out. Obviously, she jumps out first. Um, now, here's an interesting fact that I read. Now, that episode aired on November 13th, 2001. So two months before that, what happened? 9-11. 9-11. So initially, when they filmed this, they show the plane blowing up. But after 9-11, they edited it out where you don't see the plane blowing up. It just kind of infers that it was blown up. You know, you hear an explosion and a flash of light, but you don't actually see it. And they edited that, edited that out after 9-11 because of, you know, sensitivity towards the families and and that type of thing. So there's oh. some interesting trivia that goes along with that. Yeah. Um, well, actually, since you're mentioning some inter- interesting trivia, um, I read somewhere that um, the originally when season, when 24 came out, they originally just did 13 episodes. And so they or they were they they only slotted for 13 episodes. And so which is kind of the section that we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, and so it, well, I, I guess, a uh, spoiler alert. And so I'm going to kind of jump forward. And so when Jack rescues his family from Ira, Ira Gaines mm-hmm. and, and kills him and all that kind of stuff. And there's like this, this victory that takes place and they're starting to fly back now to CTU. Um, that was, that was originally like the original finale. ending. Yeah. And so, and so I, I kind of wondered that actually as I was watching it, I saw that and it's and it's almost like okay, everything's resolved, uh, at Yay. least almost. And so, and so I'm like, well, this is kind of weird. I mean, I because I'm watching it on DVD, and so I'm looking. I'm like, okay, there's still 11 episodes left, so this doesn't make sense. And so, but learning that piece of information, it makes sense now. Yeah. So would they have called it 13 then? Because 24 wouldn't have worked. I don't I'm know. Just That's saying. interesting. Just <laughs> I but, think it was just one of those, you know, it's a new show. And so they're like, well, let's see how it goes and be prepared for more if we like it. And apparently everybody liked it. So I, uh, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. I don't know. That would have been interesting. 24, but it's only 13 hours. Right. Well, I mean, it could still be 24 because they're doing real time, mm-hmm. but yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be different. So I mean, that's kind of how season nine is going to be. And so it's 24, but it's only be 12 episodes or at least so far. Yep. You know, uh, one of the other main things that happens in that first half of the season that we should touch on real quick is the fact that um, 
Senator Palmer finds out that one of the main reporters, one of the big name reporters, is about to leak some information, or I guess report on some information that was leaked, that Pre- or Senator Palmer's son, Keith, had a part in the murder of his sister's rapist. Right. So there's there's some backstory there that, you know, I, I can't remember how long before it was, a year or two before, that, that his his daughter, Nicole, had been raped, and then later on that Keith was in the same vicinity as this guy, and I believe, if I remember right, he was pushed off a roof or something. Right. Um, anyways, he was killed, and so there was some sources accusing um, Keith, the, the senator's son, of having a part in that. And so you can imagine right in the middle of a presidential election, you know, on the day of the California primary, which we all know was a huge primary, you know, what, right. 52 delegates or whatever, yeah. for that to come out would be a huge blow to, you know, a presidential candidate. And so we have, you know, Senator Palmer dealing with not only assassination attempts, but we have him dealing with um, going back and forth between protecting my son and, you know, making sure that nothing happens to my campaign. And you really start to see, you know, what we were talking about as far as, you know, Senator Palmer's morals and his uh, principles come out as a result of that issue. Right. And, of course, this is the first that David Palmer is hearing this information he didn't know all right. this happened and so because it was all covered up i mean his wife knew about it sherry knew about it and she was part of the cover-up and so they wanted to quote unquote protect david and so they didn't involve him in any of the knowledge or the decision of what was going on with that you know when, when you said that sherry knew my first thought was oh big surprise yeah <laughs> but i guess at that point in time it was a big surprise we didn't know what a horrible person she was yeah. But, you know, I, I was just watching a clip where where Palmer goes to talk to Carl and Carl's kind of like the behind the scenes fixer. He's the one that does all the things that nobody that the president doesn't admit to having done. Mm-hmm. And there's this conversation and, and Palmer basically says, no, we're not waiting on this. You know, I'm protecting my son. And Carl says something that really stuck out to me. He said, David, you and I go a long ways back and you've always stood on your principles and I love you for it. But I'm the guy that comes in, or no, he says, like, um, you knew things were going to get dirty, and I'm the guy that comes in when the gloves have to come off or something like that. Right. And, and so there's there's a recognition that, you know, from me watching that, it shows that there's kind of a, I would say, a nationwide recognition that, that Palmer's a man of integrity. You mm-hmm. know, he says, I love you for that. You stick to your principles. You do what's right. But I don't. <laughs> and that's why I'm here. And I think as we go along, we find out that, He's there because Sherry wants him there because right. Sherry understands that I think in her mind, her husband's weak and he can't be trusted to do the things he needs to do to become president. He just doesn't have it in him. He's too good. You know, he's too much of a, a boy scout, I guess you could say. Right. Um, you know, so you have that dynamic of him saying, look, the most important thing to me is my family. And then you have Sherry as well as, you know, her helpers, Carl. <laughs> Um, you know, saying nothing's more important than winning the presidency and, you know, the family will do what it will kind of thing. So it's, it begins the rocky relationship for sure. Um, when Palmer finds out that he's the only one that didn't know. Right. He's not very happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely not happy about that. He's like, well, why in the world would you keep this from me? 
And so right. like, well, you need the you need the focus on your campaign. You need the focus on this and this and this. And so you I mean, we got this taken care of, so there's no reason to tell you, basically. It's kind of what they, they were going with. All right. I think we need to go ahead and just back up a little bit to kind of fill in the story about Kim and Janet. Yes. And so we we talked about the fact that they they went off with the with Rick and Dan and thinking it was just going to be like a party night and things like that. And then they find out that it's um, so not that and that they're being kidnapped. And so uh, when and so we kind of left it there. But I mean, there was a lot of things that happened after they they find that out. I mean, of course, Kim is looking for a way to be able to escape, mm-hmm. and and I can't remember exactly what happens, but something happens where they they stop the 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 van and they're they're they get out and they're talking. Um, Dan and Rick are talking. And was, was it when was it when Janet was uh, choking? Was that when they stopped? Um. Coughing and choking on her own saliva or puke or whatever, so, something like that. And I don't know if that's exactly when they stopped, but I know that happened. But, but yeah, yeah, you're right. but yeah, and so I mean, so Janet and Kim are in the van, and they're talking, and they're they're actually arguing. Dan and Rick are arguing over what's going to happen, and so Rick's starting to say, "Hey, man, I'm not sure if this is such a good idea," and. And so, so they're arguing. While they're arguing, Kim is trying to get Janet coherent enough to be able to get up and go. And so they find an opportunity and they run, and mm-hmm. they end up like running around and they're going through uh, this bad. I mean, they're in the bad part of town, I guess. And yeah. uh, they they come across a, a prostitute guy, mm-hmm. and uh, they would which ends up helping them out a little bit, and. And so they, they kind of go through, they're hiding, they're running away from them and all that kind of stuff. And a little bit later, they're able to kind of find that they're able to get a hold of a phone from uh, a cell phone from a guy. And the, uh, Kim is able to make a call to her mom and able to, I mean, she wasn't able to give her exact directions because she didn't know exactly where she was, but she was able to give her a little bit of information. And so Terry and um, Alan York, or the uh, the guy posing as Alan York, um, started going toward that direction. And and so while they're coming, in the meanwhile, um, Rick and Dan start to find him again, and um, Kim and Janet start running across the street, and Janet kind of is still kind of fumbling around. I mean, she's drugged up and all that, mm-hmm. plus in pain. And all that, and so um, she ends up getting hit by a car, right? Or, um, or at least some kind of vehicle. I can't, it may not have been a car, but yeah. And so, and so she's kind of left in the middle of the street, and um, uh, Rick and Dan end up capturing Kim again because Kim stops to try to get her, um, and she's not able to get away. And Rick and Dan end up leaving Janet at first because they thought she was dead. Mm-hmm. And then Dan's like, "No, we gotta, we gotta make sure to finish her off to be able to do that." So they're in the van and they're coming up, to, um, and he gets a gun out the shooter as they go by. And then, um, what was it? A police car or or something? It's an ambulance. An ambulance. Ambulance flies around the corner, lights on. 
Yeah, and so and, uh, so he quickly pulls the gun back in and kind of hides himself. So they end up going by, kind of leaving it with it. They figure that she's dead, mm-hmm. but he just wanted to make sure. But they, they just go ahead and go on because, I mean, they, they, the ambulance shows up. And so they couldn't really do anything. And, of course, um, by that time, Terry and um, what's his real name? Uh, Kevin. Kevin. Uh, the guy that's posing as Alan York um, show up as well. And they, they find Jamie there. Or not Jamie, Janet. Janet. <laughs> Getting confused here. Um, one of those. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, and so they end up taking her to the hospital and um, all that kind of stuff. And so in the hospital, um, that's when it's exposed that Alan York isn't really Alan York, but he's mm-hmm. um, a guy that's working with Ira Gaines. You know, and and, and about that same time as, as Kim, you know, as they're running and whatnot, is when Jack all of a sudden finds an unidentified body in the trunk of a car, which is where bodies always seem to be found in shows. Right. Um, oh yeah. And once and and that's how they figure out that that Alan York isn't Alan York because they identify that body as Alan York. Oh, that's and right. And so then that that leaves a little bit of uh oh well who's this guy then because I think Jack realizes wow my wife's driving around with this guy that we think is Alan York, and isn't. Right. So. So um, Nina calls Terry to tell her that that's not really Alan York. And I believe at that point she's with him. Yeah. Yeah. Because actually the um, Kevin actually goes into the hospital room with Janet. Right. And kills her. Yeah. And, Jan- and, and, and it's kind of kind of interesting because Janet opens her eyes and she sees them and she's like, who are you? And mm-hmm. of course, that's like the the moments that's where it's like knows. everyone's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and so because this is supposed to be her dad and she's like mm-hmm. who are you and so there i there, there was maybe like a quick second where i thought okay well maybe she has amnesia or something i mean she got hit maybe some mm-hmm. brain brain trauma or something like that and but then you quickly realize that no this is not her dad because he takes a pillow and puts it over her head over her face mm-hmm. and she is gone then and so he kills her and so you know and then it isn't that the point that they leave the hospital, Alan or, or Kevin, whatever you want to call him? And uh, don't they leave the hospital together, him and Terry? Yeah, yeah, because and then... that's when she gets kidnapped, and that leads us into Gaines, Ira Gaines, telling Jack that he needs to go back to CTU, you know, stop the decryption of the card, and then that is where he is ordered to kill Nina. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which, not to get too ahead of ourselves but we've discussed before we wish he would have actually done it yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah. you know this is where we we visited about this was last episode but you know we talked about you know jack's quick thinking where as they're leaving ctu for him to kill nina uh, he grabs a bulletproof vest and uh, manages to get that on her and is able to shoot her and make it look like she died without her actually dying Right. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, and then Jackie's on the, um, then on the move to follow instructions. Mm-hmm. And so he's instructed then to continue on to the place where Palmer, he's supposed to be having a breakfast kind of thing and he's going to be speaking and, kind of a whole promotional type of thing there. And that's where the assassination is supposed to be. And so Jack comes in there and 
with his CTU credentials, he's supposed to be able to get mm-hmm. in. And as he goes in, he has, uh, or before he goes in, he's given a, a briefcase, which, of course, he has absolutely no idea what's inside it. Yeah. And um, and so he's going through this this thing, and, <laughs> and so he's trying to, so he's being interrogated. Actually, I think it's Aaron Pierce that is. Um, oh, I think you're right, yeah. Uh, is 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 the one that's kind of checking him in. So anyway, so Jack ends up getting in, and so he's kind of walking through the crowd, kind of making small talk. He runs into someone, a uh, woman that he knew from before, and he tries doing something to let her know what's going on so she can inform someone. But then, um, one of Gaines's men—I mean, he's, he has a bunch of men all all over the place in there still. Uh, he walks up to Jack and says, "You need to move." <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so because Jack tried to because, I mean, he's bugged. So, I mean, they 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 see and hear what he's doing. And so but he was trying to be slick like Jack normally is. And so mm-hmm. um, but so that was a failed attempt. He ends up getting led back to a um, a room off in the back. And that's where he meets the shooter, which um, which the shooter is an imposter that is pretending to be the photographer that was right. killed in the airplane at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so he's like this makeup artist kind of guy to where he's able to make himself look like anyone, I guess. And so he looks like the, the one guy. Well, I think they did plastic surgery or something. I think maybe that to too. be able to, cause I remember when they're right after Mandy jumps out of the plane, she meets him and she kind of like touches his face and it's like, wow, they did a good job because it obviously looks just like the guy that she just killed. Right. Okay. So I, I, I kind of, I think that they might've done some, some plastic surgery, but okay. nonetheless, but you're right. He did look just like the photographer. And so that's when Jack really starts to see what's happening here is that he's being set up for the assassination. Now he's not being asked to do the assassination, but he's asked to, he's getting his fingerprints all over the gun and, um, and all that kind of stuff. And then Jack's going to be in the location to where, they can easily be able to capture him and be able to see that he's there and all that. And so, so he's being set up with all this. And this is when, as he's walking out to where he's supposed to go, the, um, this is when, um, uh, Tony and Nina are reviewing some stuff back at CTU because now yes. Tony or by, well, by this time, Nina, comes to and she gets back to CTU she talks with Tony and she's like okay nobody can know that I'm alive because yeah. there's still something going on mm-hmm. and so we don't we don't want anyone to know that I'm still alive and so she gets with Tony because she believes that she can trust Tony which of course she knows who she can trust basically but she knows <laughs> who's she, not or, or working who, with her right and so <laughs> and so she gets Tony involved and so Tony he's he's seeing what's going on and finds out what's happening and and so Tony calls um to the place and warns Palmer's secret service and says hey Jack Bauer's there and there's going to I mean president or the senator's going to be shot and mm-hmm. so he says, you need to stop Jack because they think that Jack's actually going to be the one doing it. But anyway, well, so. and, and isn't it they realize that that Jack's 
I, I think doesn't Tony realize that Jack is doing it because they have his wife? Yeah, I think so. But but he still says, you know, still you need to stop him because you know. And I, I think we've talked about Tony being the Boy Scout. I think in Tony's mind, never been in that situation, not being married. I think he looked at it as, well, you know, country comes first. Period. End of story. Right. And Jack's not thinking clearly. Basically, is mm-hmm. is the way he looked at it. And so yeah, he calls and and basically says, look. Uh, I can't remember if he gives him all the details, but basically, you know, he's going to do everything he can to kill Senator Palmer and you need to stop him. So, right. And so, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's when Jack, uh, the, or the, one of the security approaches Jack, um, and Jack starts to reach for his gun. And that's when the guy takes Jack down. And so uh, that, that stops the assassination at that point. And Mm -hmm. so, and so Jack's well, screaming it, out, I said, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Because, I mean, he says, because yeah. Gaines was threatening that if he didn't go through with mm-hmm. it, that he was going to kill his family. So, Well, and at the same time is when uh, Nina and Tony realize who the mole is. They realize oh, right. they, because, you know, from the beginning, I mean, ever since, you know, back when, uh, oh, what's his, uh, Walsh was killed, they they had a feeling that somebody inside CTU was providing information for the assassins. Right. And that's when they realize, and I can't remember exactly what tips them off completely, but they realize that Jamie is the mole, which is interesting since Walsh said he, she's the only one that you could trust. Um, but basically she, you know, because she was, I think, a single mom and had a kid and um, needed the extra money, Gaines had basically paid her a bunch of money to provide him with information and equipment right. um, to allow them to um, not only you know assassinate Senator Palmer, but also, I believe, to um, frame Jack for it and to set him up to take the fall. So they capture her and throw her into a room and, and uh, interrogate her to get more information. And I can't remember how much information they get from her. Um, yeah, I think... Uh... I, I mean, she has a, a special cell phone or whatever that right. she was using to communicate with Gaines. And so they're able mm-hmm. to get that. Um, yeah, and I can't remember exactly what happens, but they're able to get some kind of information. But um, but they leave, and then when they come back, she's dead. Yep. And so... And, you know, Josh, you and, you and I were talking about this before, and you kind of made it sound like you didn't completely believe that she was... She committed suicide. Well, I mean, at the, t- at the time, at the time, I mean, it was apparent suicide. I mean, later on, uh-huh. it was revealed that it was Nina. No, no, no. she wouldn't do that. Would she? Okay, spoiler. Well, I think it's already <laughs> <Sorry>. been spoiled. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, if you don't know that Nina Myers is bad by now, you... yeah, you need to go back well, and watch season one. Go watch. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, anyways, uh, you know, because of that, you know, they find a wrist slash. So obviously it's, oh, you know, she was so distraught that that um, she had made these mistakes and embarrassed her family and so on and so forth that she just killed herself. Um, and all the while this is happening, obviously, Terry is still kidnapped because that's why Jack is doing these things. And um, Jack, how does Jack break free? What does he do? Jack's taking the... How does he get free? Um, does he let's just... see. Hit somebody over the head? I can't remember. Because they CTU basically right. declares him a fugitive because they say, well, he tried to kill the senator. Yeah. We don't really care what else. You yeah, because he's bringing it in, in the custody, and he's able somehow to be able to break free from them. And he runs mm-hmm. off. He escapes. 
um, and he's able to capture a vehicle. Um, and so after he mm-hmm. gets gets going, and I, I believe just by chance, the vehicle he steals happens to have a phone in there, or he had a phone on him or something. Um, and so then he calls Nina, right. the person that he can trust, and 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 says, "Hey, I need <laughs> I need your help." Uh-huh. And so um, and so he has yeah. some information about um, about what's going on, and then. Um, and then while he's out, Terry, um, if you remember, she's being taken by Kevin and, um, mm-hmm. oh, which, um, which by the way, um, while Terry is with Kevin, Nina makes that call to let her know that it's not really Alan York. And so Terry's in there trying to play it cool. Um, because I mean, she's with yeah. the killer here. And so she doesn't want to throw anything off. She wants to kind of keep keep laying low in this and so they end up uh um she's able to get a cell phone or take her cell phone or something um and she's able to call jack and be able to give him a little bit of clues about where they're heading and so because she doesn't know exactly where they're Mm -hmm. at they're going off in the country somewhere and so and so Jack and is trying to talk with Nina about it and saying, okay, here, let's try to figure out where we're going. And they're, they're able to kind of pull up a, a map and they're kind of say, okay, now it looks like they're going this direction and it's been whatever, 30 minutes or whatever. So they're probably about this far. And, and so then they end up figuring out basically kind of where, where everything's headed. And, mm-hmm. Well, and they, and they they found a lead from Jamie as well on her computer, and um, that led Jack to. Um, let's see. Well, Kevin was the contact oh, of this right. guy yeah. that Jack finds. That's right. And that's. So, anyways, he he um he you know follows this lead to this businessman Ted Koffel, and interrogates the guy about where his family is. Um, and as he's doing so, it. it it leads to a little realization in Jack's mind because he's he's interrogating this guy very politely, of course. Um, accidentally, I'm sure, breaks his wrist. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't an accident by any means. Uh, breaks his wrist. And uh, the guy cusses at him, and he cusses in Serbian. And Jack starts linking things and realizing that there's more to this than just an assassination attempt on a potential presidential candidate. And as we get into um, you know the the second half of the season, we'll find out that um, and I can't remember if if we mentioned this in the episode in the podcast, Josh, or if we were just talking about this off off the air. But um, you know, Senator Palmer and and Jack were both involved in various ways in a covert right. operation in Serbia. I don't, I don't think we that I think we kind of alluded uh, you know, to it, but we didn't spend was, much time. Yeah, and you know, so that when when uh, the guy cusses at him in Serbian. Jack starts to link the fact that this might have something to do with this covert operation right. that he was a part of. Um, so, so anyways, he, uh, uh, the guy dies, gets a heart attack and, and dies. And, uh, Jack, I think then continues with a meeting that he was going to have with his contact, which was Kevin, the guy that had Terry. And, um, so anyways, he, let's see says he interrogates him and Carol agrees That's to right. take yeah. Jack to where Terry and Kim are held um, in exchange for his life. 
So basically he says, look, I'll take you there. You know, just don't kill me. And um, so that, that gets Jack closer to Gaines's camp. And Rick helps him get a vehicle. And uh, they escape. You know, uh, they get him out. Yeah. And, well, they finally save him. And Jack kills Jack kills a bunch of people. Go figure. And, uh, yeah. Let's see what else. The problem is, Josh, that there's so much that we're trying to get into an episode that it's like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's Um, a lot that happens. Even it's um, tough. I mean, even at the at Aaron Gaines' camp there, and so I mean, when when Mm -hmm. Kim gets there, Mm -hmm. um, I mean that. Yeah, this is when Terry when Kim first gets there. Kim and Dan and Rick, damn it, Dan is shot. And then Rick and Kim have to bury him, and then, and then Kim is put inside a mm-hmm. a barn or or, or whatever, um, yeah, some kind of bun, yeah. And yeah, so and so she's kept in there, thing. kept under guard, and and so um, and Rick is is I mean he was starting to show signs of regret even before they got got to this point. Um, so I mean he's starting to wanting to help her out and so kind of protect her a little bit and so and so this this relationship starting to build between them and that and so and so by the time jack gets there or, or actually then um terry gets there and um joins kim and so then they're able to be together and again yeah he's as you said terry starts to stand up for her um and all that so i mean mm-hmm. all this stuff is going on there Well, and she's actually yeah, she does. I they, mean, she wants she gets to. Raped, uh, doesn't well, they, she But they were going to rape says, Kim, but she steps here, in and I'll do it, and so protects her daughter. Which you know goes back to our whole. She's you know when we were discussing the characters, you know that protective yeah. mother thing. She definitely, definitely does does protect her her daughter and and um, you know right suffers for it. But yeah, that's what that's what moms do. <laughs> I guess you could say, um, but yeah, and you know, it's uh, there's a lot that happens there, and I mean, you know, and then and then you go through and just visiting about this real quick. Terry yeah, never right. tells Jack what happened, ever. I mean, she she might have at some point, but she's right, not given the yeah. opportunity. <laughs> you know, she, but um, you know, when when Jack finally gets there, you know, Rick, like you said, had had been having regrets. Pretty yeah. much from the beginning, really. I mean, once Dan started saying no, we're taking him no matter. I don't think Rick had any idea that there was a certain reason that 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 Kim was right. chosen. You know, that it wasn't just oh, we're just hanging out with girls, and you know, it's not just it's not even just a kidnapping. I mean, it was that was huge. It was, yeah. you know, they were picking them. And as we get into it, we realize the this this covert operation in Serbia, um, Drazen. Right, um, Victor. Right, Victor's the dad. They were trying to kill him, and inadvertently killed his wife and his daughter. And so the the plan is to kill Jack's wife and daughter in retribution for the fact that he killed, you know, Victor's wife and daughter. And so you know, Rick never ever had an idea that this was happening. I don't think Dan did either. They didn't know that much, but um, Dan knew that that this was the specific girl. I think that he was supposed to kidnap. Um, but yeah, Rick, you know, when Jack finally shows up, he's more than willing, you know, scared, but willing to help out and try to get him out of there because he's realizing mm-hmm. that 
wow, I screwed up and, you know, this isn't what I signed up for. And I think that realization really hit him when his best right. friend was shot and killed right in front of him. I think that kind of solidified that, yeah. wow, this is yeah, way Yeah, of course, when Jack shows up and time. meets Rick, I mean, obviously Jack wants to kill Rick. Um, but but Kim and Terry are mm-hmm. saying, no, 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 no. He's Yeah, he, he was involved in the kidnapping at first, but he didn't realize what was going on and he's been helping us. And so... Jack reluctantly kind of, uh, kind of goes along with it and takes his help, and and it's I mean by and through mm-hmm. this process it seems like okay Jack's gonna go ahead and kind of take this boy under wing and he's gonna help him, um, at least when this whole thing kind of mm-hmm. blows over, and so and so yeah and so mm-hmm. I mean they're at the compound there and trying to escape and Rick secures a vehicle. For them to be able to take and they can be able to drive out and they start to they start to go but then they're ambushed and um jack ends up uh or, or and they're all together jack and terry and kim and rick and so they're in the van getting ready to go mm-hmm. and they're not able to go very far and the van gets gets shot at and so jack has kim and terry run off into the woods while they sit there and hold off the the other guys and and so so they're going there yep yeah 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 so and rick Rick's gets shot and he gets wounded point, he gets shot and so and so jack's saying hey you better yep. i mean you got to stay with me and so and so i mean at this point jack is mm-hmm. is turning yeah. kind of trying to turn from the i'm not sure if i want to get your help to hey you better stay with me kind of kind of attitude and so um because yeah. he it's like hey if you're going to go this far you're going to go all the way and so and so, anyway, so they eventually get out of there, mm-hmm. and they they reconvene in a place. And um, Jack tells Rick, "Hey, you stay here. We're gonna come back for you." And so we got help on the way. We're gonna come back for you. And so Jack's able to get a hold of CTU mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, this is what's happening. This is what's going down. And we got the bad guys. I got my family. This is what. I mean, we got the guys that are behind this whole stuff." And so you come here and mm-hmm. you can get the guys. And so, and then Jack ends up going after Gaines. Um, and so Gaines is, mm-hmm. I guess they're kind of hunting each other. And so, but they're in the middle of the woods and they come yeah. to a place and they end up having a little conversation together. And so they're both hiding behind trees. And and so <laughs> Jack finds out some information <laughs> and and basically they find out, and this one Jack starts to realize, okay, that Gaines isn't the top guy this isn't just uh um just kind of a random kind of thing and so there's there's more behind it and so Gaines isn't the big guy as was alluded to for most of the show and so um we find out that Gaines is getting his instructions from somebody else um from Andre Drazen um and that's not revealed until episode 11 i don't think and so up until then we're thinking that Gaines is the big guy and so and so anyway so jack Mm -hmm. is starting to learn some of this stuff um there and so Gaines, Gaines doesn't have anything personal against jack it's just he's hired and so he's a hired hand yeah and so it's just business and so i mean Gaines isn't wanting to help but um then of course Gaines gets shot and so um yep it's because he wouldn't help yeah, exactly. if he would have helped jack probably would have let him live yeah and so at least for a little while <laughs> yeah 
He would have turned him over. He would have turned him into the, right. the authorities like he was and supposed so, to. And so then, and then after gains a shot, Jack reconvenes with his family. Rick um, had escaped. And so, because he didn't want to, he was too afraid to face what um, what was going to happen. Because, I mean, he was involved in the kidnapping and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, he was going to get charged with stuff and he didn't want to face up to it. And so he runs. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and, you know, I imagine when you're scared in that point, you've already done those things wrong. It's easy to think that they probably would have pinned the murder right. on you as well of Dan. And, you know, not only did you kidnap somebody, you kidnapped, you know, the child of a special agent and, right. you know, and, and a government agent. And yeah, so he, he, he takes off. And, um, you know, I think, I think Jack would have done good on his promise. Yeah, to I take think so. And so, and but I mean, he has no trust him, but, of the authorities. And so, um, and so, and well. He, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, and so, I mean, in the environment that he grew up in, I mean, he had really no basis for trusting authority and the system and all that kind of stuff. And so, right. Um, even though um, Kim kept telling him and Terry and Jack were encouraging him, hey, no, we, we can take care of you. We can, I mean, you're not going to be held liable for this. And so, but, but he runs off and, but he, mm-hmm. he reconvenes with his family. CTU shows up and they, uh, end up getting in a helicopter going back to CTU. And so again, it's like, it's almost like it's a happy Yay. ending. Well, and, and real quick, we should touch on the fact that, you know, at this same time, Palmer's still trying to weed out and, you know, fix all the issues with somebody threatening to, you know, accuse his son of killing somebody. And, uh, he visits with his son's therapist and tries to get some answers. And, and he finds out that, you know, there are people that around him that, you know, would kill people to protect him. And, and obviously right. I think, you know, Sherry's implied there and certainly Carl, who we talked to earlier, um, is implied there. And, and, and Palmer makes the decision. I'm going to go talk to the district attorney about this. You know, I'm going to, well, oh no, after he, right after he talks to the therapist, the therapist mysteriously dies. Right. Right. <laughs> and so he basically says, look, I'm going to go, you know, I need to tell, you know, the authorities about this. You know, I think there's something funny here because I, all this comes out and then all of a sudden this guy dies and Carl, our friend Carl again, tries to stop him, convince him not to. And, mm-hmm. and I think threatens him if I remember right. Yeah. Um, basically yeah. says, you know, you don't want to do this, you know? Yeah. I think that's at the else. point when Palmer basically fires him and says, Hey, I don't want to have you part of my campaign right. because right. I mean, I mean, Palmer, he's wanted to have a clean campaign, mm-hmm. not just a clean image, Per se, but he wants to have a clean campaign all all the way through. He should have hired his wife. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> well, he finally does, but it's like, geez, because you know, even when he does want to get rid of him or tells him not to do something, you know, he has Sherry behind his back, telling Carl to keep doing it. Right. You know, and yeah, exactly. you know, this is what's best. You know, David just doesn't know what's best for his campaign, and and I'm just doing what you know he can't do. Basically, is is her opinion. You know, he can't because he's the candidate, but I'll do it for him because I'm will. I love him that much. I don't think she really believes that, but that's what she tells everybody and tells herself, I think, that right. that's the reason she does it. But, you know, and, th- and that leads us up to, like you said, um, episode 13, which is, hey, happy ending. And, and I don't remember if we talked about this on air, but, you know, you had said that initially it was planned for 13 episodes. Right. And so you kind of have this mini story inside the entire season where, you know, Jack saves his family and they get back to CTU and, you know, it, it kind of all wraps up. But then, you know, right at the end of that episode is when Nina discovers there's a second assassin coming, you know, that, that the, mm-hmm. the, the attempt isn't over. 
Right. And so I don't know if that was something that was added in when they realized that they were continuing on with the season. Yeah, I, I think uh, that was um I think that was kind of like uh um always on the back burner. Um right. and so when when they got the go that they're doing a full 24 episodes, then they threw that in at the end cuz I mean that was like the very end of the right of that 13th episode. Mm-hmm. And so that just um then cuz cuz I mean again, I mean you're seeing Jack Terry and Kim in the helicopter and it seems like everything's hunky dory and and then there's just a couple minutes left of the episode and all of a sudden Nita gets informed or uh, she probably knew it all along but anyway she's informed <laughs> or discovers that there's a second assassin that has now arrived in Los Angeles and so um yeah so there's and so there's then that threat that is again brought back to Palmer after they thought it was all over and, and then, so, oh, you know, well, I was just going to say, and, and that is probably a great place for us to begin to prepare you for when 24 comes back out and leave you hanging for a week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I got to say, Josh, one of the things that I love about technology and Netflix is the fact that I don't have to wait. I can just move on to the next episode. Yeah. But we, in the interest of time... We'll let you wait, and you, the listener, can wait till next week to find out about the rest of the season. Right. But in in the meanwhile, we would love to hear your feelings about the first part of the season, and also what you would want to talk about for the second part of the season. What are the things in you know episodes fourteen through twenty four that really stuck out to you and really um, were an important part of the episode, or a part that you really liked? Or, you know, we're upset about, and yes, we will talk about Terry and Nina. Don't worry, that'll be part of it. Um, But, you know, beyond that, what parts really stuck out to you, the listener? And uh, what can we bring out? We'd love to get your feedback um, on the website, on Twitter, on Facebook, and um, find out what we should talk about next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, And uh, I can't remember if I mentioned it already, but you can go to the show notes. You can go to the 24podcast.com forward slash 006. You'll be able to get the show notes for this episode, kind of get the overview of what we've talked about. You can have links to all of our connections there, Twitter, Facebook, and all that. Uh, you can also leave a comment there um, for leaving your feedback on that, or you can go to the uh, click on the feedback button at the top, and you can be able to send us an email. And so that would definitely be appreciated. If you want to... Um, make a sound clip. We're going to get a, a voicemail um, thing set up on the website so that that'll make it a little easier if you want to leave a voice message for us to be able to play on the podcast. That would be cool. And so, but until we get that up, if you can, if you are capable enough or uh, tech savvy enough, you can be able to record into your computer or even into your phone and you can be able to email that to us. And so, um, and the email is feedback at the 24podcast.com. And so we could be able to take that clip and be able to insert that in. And so we would definitely love to be able to do that. And then I think most importantly, uh, we're looking for iTunes reviews. And so if you can go to the 24podcast.com forward slash iTunes, that'll take you to our page there on iTunes. And you can be able to take a quick minute to be able to leave a five-star review and a um, or a five-star rating and a review. And so those uh, help us to become more visible to the um, rest of iTunes. 
And so it'll help iTunes to be able to rank us better and things like that. And so um, and especially here, uh, while we're still near the beginning, uh, it's a good opportunity for us to be able to get a lot of visibility. And so we want to try to get this out there for a lot of people to be able to get this content. I know there's a lot of people that love 24 and they would love to be able to get this content. And so I know on Twitter, when we brought out that bonus episode, there were some people on Twitter that um, absolutely love the fact that we uh, were able to give them a little bit more than was expected. Yeah. And we love doing it. That was a lot of fun. It is. And so we would probably come up with bonus episodes every week if we could. <laughs> That's right. If you guys haven't noticed, we enjoy talking about 24. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually having a ton of fun just interacting with uh, the listeners. You know, it, yes. I've, learned, I've learned, Josh, that we're huge in Europe. I don't know what the deal is, but it seems like everybody we're talking to, well, I think Joel's not, but, you know, there's like three or four people that we're talking to that live in, um, you know, Germany and England and um, Belgium. Is that? Yeah, there's um, no, Australia is yeah. pretty big too. Yeah, so that's really awesome. But yeah, overseas, I mean, twenty four seems to be um, pretty big still, and so that that's pretty cool. I don't know if you noticed, but I think it was on that twenty four spoilers dot com. There's like an India version of twenty four. Did you see that? Uh with like different have. actors. I, I, I kind of looked at it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe. It's, I okay. think it's kind of like what the United States did with The Office, where they just took the exact same storyline and made it American instead of British. I think they're doing the same thing in India, which would be kind of cool to see. <laughs> but Okay, yeah, anyways. first trailer for a 24 Indian TV series starring Anil Kapoor. So, yeah. yeah, so the guy that played, um, am I just on blank? Season 8. He was the president of the other oh, right. company. Oh, is that him? Yeah, I'm looking oh, at yeah. looking at a picture here. So, wow. yeah. So Anyways, apparently yeah. he's he's playing in that. So anyway, yeah. So, so that's interesting. Twenty four is worldwide. Yeah, everybody loves twenty four. So, anyways, I that's been my one of my favorite parts is just interacting and, and making new friends and and connecting with other fans and really getting prepared for this uh, new season coming up. Yeah. It's definitely exciting, and so so come join join us on Facebook or on Twitter and uh, talk with us. Yes, definitely. And so uh, again, our Twitter, just uh, for quick reference, is at the twenty four podcast, and then uh, Marks is at s crop s k r o p p two, um, and so at s crop two, and then mine is at Joshua W Rivers, and so I, I tend to be doing more at the twenty four podcast twitter account more than my own here lately and so but you can get me either way that's right all right but i think we need to go ahead and sign off and we'll come back next week all right looking forward to hearing from you guys